Does that sound familiar? Or do you constantly get jabbed in the ribs at night to stop snoring? If you suffer from snoring, frequent headaches, daytime sleepiness, irritability, or fatigue, you may have sleep apnea. When left untreated, sleep apnea could lead to or worsen several medical conditions, such as high blood pressure, weight gain, diabetes, heart disease, and many other serious health conditions. The Sleep Disorders Center inside Coon Memorial Hospital boasts state-of-the-art testing for over 80 sleep disorders. Of those, sleep apnea is the most common. The Sleep Disorders Center offers overnight testing in-house, and you can enjoy comfortable queen-size mattresses blackout shades, and white noise machines. They take your comfort and peace of mind seriously. The Sleep Disorders Center also offers home diagnostic sleep testing that can be performed in your own bed. Are you tired of being tired all the time? Let the Sleep Disorders Center help you find your way back to healthy and rested. Stop the snoring. Call your primary care provider or visit the walk-in clinic today and ask about a sleep study at the Dallam-Hartley County's Hospital District's Sleep Disorders Center. In the know. To be knowledgeable or having access to information about something, being privy to special or new information, or this program on KXIT. It's time now for In the Know, brought to you by your Dalhart Connection, bringing our community together with new and important information with your host, Dyke Rogers, and this week's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of In the Know. I am your host, Jesse Torres, filling in for Dyke today. And today we have with us Tanya Fields, family nurse practitioner, and Alicia Balderas, the P, new PA. Well, let's start with you, Tanya, to give us a little bit about your background, how long you've been in Dalhart, and so forth. So I have been a nurse practitioner since uh, 1999, worked in multiple positions from correctional medicine, family practice, pediatrics, OB. So I have a... a kind of a wealth of knowledge that I've obtained throughout my years as a nurse practitioner. I am originally from Amarillo. We have recently purchased a home in Dumas, so I'm a little closer. Uh, Not in Dalhart, where we originally had wanted to be, but got a little closer here. And so I'm looking forward to getting to know the community and being part of that. Gotcha. Any children to speak of? Uh, between the two of us, we have four girls, and they're all grown, and we're getting us some grandbabies going. So uh, that's kind of what our focus is on our time off is getting with those grandbabies. Okay. Now tell us a little bit about what you, wh- who you see, what the, what the type of patient you would have normally. Okay. So I see uh, anywhere from newborns to the elderly and everything in between. Uh, I am currently accepting new patients, uh, anybody who would need a primary care physician or a provider. Um, I take care of a multitude of uh, disorders or ailments uh, um, from diabetes, thyroid, hypertension, uh, those type of things, along with uh, if you are ill, uh, I like personally to be able to see my own patients in the clinic. Um, that way I, I'm in the know as far as what's going on with their health. It just it makes me feel better to be able to know that, that they're getting taken care of. Well, and, you know, even in the Dowart area, all, all anybody who's looking for a doctor or a primary care person, they just kind of get used to seeing that familiar face all the time. Yes, sir. That's And that's one of the big things is we've had people retire and we've had people leave. And I want to let everybody know I'm not going anywhere. So if you get established with me. I'm here for the duration. Okay, and where are you based out of here in Dalhart? Um, we're at the Family Medicine Clinic, DFMC. Okay. All right, Alicia, tell us a little bit about your background, family, where you come from, and welcome. I graduated from physician assistant school through Texas Tech, guns up, uh, <laughs> in 2010. So this is my fourth going 
on my 14th year of being a PA. I have worked in emergency medicine, urgent care medicine, rural medicine, family practice, palliative care. So I definitely see uh, patients of all ages from newborn till elderly. And um, I enjoy seeing all ages as well. I do speak Spanish, so if sometimes you don't want to come to, or you know someone that doesn't want to come because they don't speak their language, let them know that our visits would be done in Spanish if they needed to. So, Okay. And where did you tell me that you hail from? Where are you from originally? Well, I was born in Eagle Pass, Texas, so I was born down south, a border town. But I moved to Amarillo when I was two, so I claim Amarillo. Uh, I'm from the Amarillo area and have recently rented a home here in Dalhart, and me and my husband and my eight-year-old child will be moving here. Gotcha. Okay, so from Amarillo, what high school did you attend? I am a Sanborn Knight, Bowie Brave, and Caprock Longhorn. Okay, so you transferred? You went from Bowie to Caprock? Is that what you're saying? Well, Bowie's middle school, then I went to Caprock High School. Okay, because I'm not real familiar, but, you know, uh-huh. there's there's a Caprock, there's the Paladur, there's yes. all of that. Amarillo so High. Say yours again. Paladur Dawn. Paladur yeah, Dawn. So we're definitely rivals here, but. <laughs> do you guys have discussions like that? Do you go, uh, how, how did they do this year? And we, how's the quarterback looking? And Not so much in the football aspect, but we definitely talk about where we grew up from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So let's let's talk about the season. Uh, what what goes on now? We know we're in wheat cutting season. We know about allergy season. I want to have just each of you talk just briefly about some of the things that you're seeing at the clinic for, for anybody that's out there that may think, you know, this isn't anything I need to worry about. But let's talk about seasonal allergies or seasonal uh, patients that you might see right now. Well, since you mentioned allergies, it's been a, a definitely for myself has been a strange transition because I noticed the first week or two I worked here, I was just, you know, sniffling. And one of the docs said, it's, it's the it's the corn, it's the corn. And so I have recently uh, seen lots and lots of patients with allergy symptoms. And, you know, though sometimes if they're put off for a certain amount of time, they can turn into sinus infections and, you know, upper respiratory infections, things like that. So we recommend if you um, have those type of symptoms, we definitely want to see you before they get out of hand. All right, Alicia. So along with allergies, we're definitely seeing the ugly faces of influenza and COVID. So sometimes we think, oh, these are just allergies, but it can be definitely something more serious. So coming in to getting checked out, you know, at the end of the day, great if you're negative with flu, negative with COVID, but you got some bad allergies, we can take care of that. All right. Now, on this COVID note, tell us the process, because we try to let our listeners know the process. If you think you have COVID, what do you want them to do before they come in the clinic? So the process of our, our especially our walk-in clinic, is if you have COVID-like symptoms, then um, you remain in your car. A nurse will come out to you, do your swabs, run them, and then... If you're positive or negative, then there's specific instructions after that. But you'll definitely get taken care of. 
Dallam Hartley County's Hospital District holds a special place in many of our hearts. They are a cornerstone and pillar of the Delhart community. The Dallam Hartley County's Hospital District helps take care of our family, friends, and more on a daily basis. They help keep us healthy with offering emergency care to labor and delivery, family medicine to assisted living, and much more. Dallam Hartley County's Hospital District is committed to providing the highest quality care close to home. All right, Tanya, just some things to think of, uh, different things that might be happening that you might suspect that it's COVID over the common cold. Well, that's what kind of trips us up sometimes is those those symptoms can be common cold symptoms. However, COVID, uh, there's multiple different strains of COVID that we've all heard of. Um, the biggest ones are the body aches, the... Um, the fatigue, the cough, the sore throat, which again, all could be flu. Um, and then there's also a GI aspect of COVID where you're vomiting and, and, and you can't keep anything down and things like that. And then there's the respiratory one where you're short of breath, you can't, you're coughing all the time and your head's pounding and things like that. And talking about things to do prior is, you know, if you have that at-home COVID test, we, we recommend you taking it, and then you can come and say, listen, I, I tested positive at home, and so I just want to verify and, and get a, you know, see if your test is positive as well. And, and if that's the case, then, again, like, she, like Alicia said, we're going to take care of you one way or another. Okay. okay. I, I get lost as the layperson on the strains, the mm-hmm. strains of COVID. Where are we at now? I really don't think very many people know where we are. Okay. You know, they've come out with a new vaccine that's supposed to help with the newest strain. And you may be able to answer this for me, Alicia. But it's it's very, it's difficult to know which strain you're treating. And so I think the vaccines are basically to kind of cover all of the bases. Um, and unfortunately, when patients come in, they think we're going to be able to give them a pill that's going to get it better. And sometimes we can, depending on their history. Um, there is an antiviral. A lot of times pharmacies are out of them. And so uh, that's one of the caveats to that is is we just do symptom management basically with COVID. Okay. And again, I, I'm asking again, just as a layperson myself, mm-hmm. what the strains are. And the other one is how many shots do you have before you've filled all the shots? Is it three? Is it four? Where are we at now? So with um, with the strains, there's always definitely a dominant one. That's been the the thing that that is a little bit different with this because usually with influenza, we know we're having influenza a influenza b because you know that's what we get tested for with covid though there could still be strains from a while back going on and then the newest one i believe it's like hv.1 uh which we're getting boosters on right now and so now knowing how many boosters what as far as we i have been explained is that um COVID for a while is going to be similar to influenza in that you're going to be needing getting, be getting these immunizations, these boosters, when those variants are changing. Uh, and so it may be for a couple more years or it may be lifelong, like how the flu is now, that it stays with us. But um, especially if you're immunocompromised, meaning you have other health conditions that bring down your immune system, I would definitely stay on top of getting my booster my booster shots. Um, also, people who work a lot in the public and are exposed 
to others, um, I would recommend them getting uh, their boosters as well. Be, or, I mean, we can go on. Um, if you have elderly grandparents, elderly parents, people you want to take care of as well. So it's sometimes it's not just for the person who can become sick. It's to help prevent others that we love or that we work with from getting sick as well. I love that answer because a lot of people that would that would say, I, I don't need a shot. That is the one thing to think about. Again, as a layperson, I, I love this subject. I need to get a shot. I haven't had a shot. What would be the routine of that first shot to the final shot? Because you're not getting all the shots at once. We already know what one shot can do for you. What would be kind of the routine to go through your three or four to get them all? And so, honestly, right now, it would be most people have their first two original ones that came out, say, almost three years, going on three years. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't get those, well, we don't have those right now. Like in our clinic, we have the booster that is the booster that came out most recently. Pharmacies, they have the booster that's out most recently. And the booster is for the most common variant that is out. So what uh, in these hospitals that they're doing testing, the most common variant is what the public is going to be boosted with. Okay, so just the latest, whatever the latest exactly. is, that's the shot that you'll have. Yes, sir. I, I still remember kind of the side effects of shot number one. How are the side effects now with these newer ones? What are you What are you seeing? Uh, side effects, I mean, with any immunization, you are trying to create a an immune response with your body. So um, you can always feel a little bit fatigued, a little headache, sometimes even run some fever, but it just means that your body's recognizing this immunization that's coming into your body. It's making antibodies for it, and that's exactly what we want. Usually, those symptoms don't last very long, but you know that if you had those symptoms, you're definitely going to know that your body made an immune response to it. And we honestly, we have patients every day, even our loved ones, our family that say, oh, I'm not getting that shot because I got sick as a dog last time I took that. Well, she's correct. You want your body to respond to that because it means that your body is making those antibodies against it to protect you from future exposures. And so sometimes it's hard to get my husband, number one, to understand that. So uh, we just want to reinforce that, that it's if you do have a response, that's a good thing because that's what we want to see. Okay, so, you know, based on all this discussion, we can honestly say COVID is still out there. COVID is still rampant, correct? Absolutely. All right. I've enjoyed this discussion. Is there any last thing you want to add about how to get a hold of you, just anything you might want to focus on? Honestly, uh, you know, just call us at the Delhart Family Medicine Clinic and um, schedule an appointment, get you established. Uh, we're willing to take everybody. We want us to get have a good place for people to come and, and be able to voice their concerns and get their health care taken care of. Okay. Alicia? Me and Tanya are located at DFMC. If you call, the receptionist will definitely give you instructions. If you would like to fill out a packet, it is located online at dhchd.org. 
The phone number to reach us is 806-244-5668. Our wonderful receptionist will definitely get you scheduled for an appointment. And if you have any further questions, just don't hesitate to give us a call. Okay, ladies. want to thank you both for your time, Tanya and Alicia. Hope your transition coming to Dalhart is a smooth one. We thank you for all this helpful information. This has been In the Know, part of the Dalhart Connection. Be sure to go to KXIT.com for past episodes and community info. We'll see you next week. Dallam-Hartley County's Hospital District adopted a new mission statement. The mission of the Dallam-Hartley County's Hospital District is to provide quality health care to our rural community while inspiring hope and improving the health and well-being of every patient. We are committed to being compassionate, confidential, and welcoming our communications and treatment. Our values, respect and compassion for all, upholding ethical standards, consistent communication, embracing continuous improvement, and a cohesive work environment. Our vision, to be the trusted healthcare provider among our communities most admired for its integrity, transparency, and quality of patient care.